Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. Hi! We're a podcast where we basically chat everything yarny and amazing nitty stuff and we occasionally get a little bit tipsy along the way. Yes. Whether you're a new or returning viewer, we are really happy that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. So, let's get on with the show. Okay, so we hope you like the new intro. I've used my very best telephone voice. Yep. Not that I have a telephone voice. No one actually phones me at work because my phone's usually on mute. But anyway. I have a telephone voice because it's my job. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. Maybe we should have had you record it. Never mind. You'll so. get to hear my telephone <laughs> voice at the end with our funky new outro as well. Ooh, That's exciting. where you'll get it. Yeah, we're all about the excitement this week, kids. Definitely. So, 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 so. The bit that everyone is all here for. Mm-hmm. What are Sierra and Pip going to get tipsy drinking this time? Yep. So... Last weekend, or possibly the weekend before, time has occurred. Um, I'm a very organised and professional person. I spent the weekend all the way up in Thurso with my BFF, Emma, as well as friend of the podcast, Heather, and our other pal, Ray, who I'm pretty sure does not listen, but... I would be surprised if he did. (laughs) (laughs) Ray has other priorities. Yes. So we had a fantastic time all the way up in what, as far as I am concerned, is Valhalla. Everyone keeps calling... Well, I say everyone. Emma keeps calling it the North. However, I am from the North. So as far as I'm concerned, anything higher than the borders in Glasgow and Scotland... Beyond the wall. Yeah, beyond the wall. um, It's pretty much the sky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah I, I think it feels a little bit like Sovereign Guard from Skyrim when you mentioned you got to see the Northern Lights and all this. Yes. And, um, oh, it was amazing. So, as Pip said, saw the Northern Lights. Might have um, drunk Prosecco on the beach at that point. Classy. Because um, we are very classy, classy people. But, yep, saw the Northern Lights. And whilst I was there, picked up some gin. Woohoo! So, today, I'm introducing Pip to gin because... I have never had gin before. I am nervous. Why? It's gin. I know, but... It's legit gin. It's a cute little bottle. So we've got the Rock Rose Premium Scottish Gin, and it's a Scottish Botanicals. Also got a wee bottle of the Navy Strength. Though, when I told Pip that the Navy Strength was 57%, she looked at me... No. Yeah, the look of horror was... I don't generally drink loads... And I don't tend to drink loads of spirits either because they tend not to agree with me. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to be delicious. I flipping love. I love gin. My memory of gin from when I was a child yeah. was my mum taking a big drink of what she thought was gin and tonic, yeah. but it was only gin. Oh, and geez. pretty much just being like... Yeah. So my memory of gin is my mother being horrified. Uh, see, my relationship with gin is such that back when I lived with my old flatmate Zoe, I managed to convince her now fiancé that it'd be a really good idea to change our Wi-Fi thingy, whatever it's called. I'm not technical in the slightest. Change it from Talk Talk or whatever it was to the Gin Cavern. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. I should probably try and do that with my own in my new flat, but... Anyhow, so Gin. So, as I said, we have got the Rock Rose... And it is from the amazing Dunnet Bay Distillers. Unfortunately, we didn't actually get to go to the proper distillery. When we got there, they were closed. Mm -hmm. But the bottles are absolutely adorable and really, really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, They also do some Holy Grass Scottish Vodka, which we've got with us too. 
Though I have a feeling we're probably going to save that for another episode purely because, as Pip said, it's a lot of spirits. Also, I know for a fact that vodka makes me sick. So That is fair. Yeah. Well, we'll probably be taking a <laughs> sip. A sip um, of that one. Yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have brought some tonic water or lemonade for you. I'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll jump right in. It's the It'll be okay. So, opening the bottle... Ooh. That was a very satisfying noise, wasn't it? So, little sip for Pip. So while you're pouring that, I'll read from the back. Little sip. It's gin. <laughs> oh my god, smell that. Oh wow. You guys can't smell this, but it smells absolutely delicious. It says here, Rock Rose Gin uses a combination of exotic and locally foraged ingredients. Earthy rose flavours from Rodelia rosea are complemented by the sweet citrus notes of sea buckthorn and verbena. It says here, preferred serve with fever tree tonic and toasted rosemary or a curl of orange peel. We don't have tonic because we're hardcore. We don't have a curl of orange peel or any rosemary either, but... Oh well. This smells delicious. It, is got it a does lovely, smell nice. Really nice and citrusy. I am actually, I'm in my element right now, so... <laughs> she really, really is. Chin chin, babes. Oh, that's strong. It's almost peppery, isn't it? Yeah, you get that same strange feeling on your tongue that you do get from whiskey. It's a different burn, I feel. Yeah, it's definitely a different burn. That is nice. That would would taste nice with some tonic water. That is actually nice. It's almost herby, isn't it? Mm. I'm actually glad you talked me out of doing the navy strength on its own because I don't think that would be a good idea after this. No. (laughs) But no, that is delicious. Oh, that's very nice. That's not at all what I expected gin to taste like. So what were you expecting? I don't know. Mainly, mm. I I was expecting fire and pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's vodka. <laughs> no, no, that's sambuca. <laughs> oh no! I have bad memories of sambuca from my formal at school. Not good wow. times. Yeah. Also, I don't I, I don't like licorice. So uh, fair. You know. <laughs> I just want to sit. This and is sniff- really nice. I just want to sit and sniff this. Yeah, I am half tempted to open up the navy strength just to sniff it. Is it is it worth it to let it evaporate though? Probably not. No. Okay, <laughs> we will save the navy strength and the Scottish vodka for another episode, I think. But I think we have a possible gin convert. I'm supposed to be doing stuff later. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to happen now. Uh, if well, I if I have this small amount, I think I'm probably going to be on the floor. Only 41.5%. Yes, only. Only? Of course. This is this is like a full dram that you've that you've poured out for me here. Because I am a kind and wonderful and generous person. I'm gonna feel really bad if I don't finish it, so by the end of this I might actually be a little bit tipsy. For real. It's only episode eighteen. Yeah. It can't be worse than episode three. <laughs> Because we actually were quite, quite tipsy by the end of that one. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're going to get tipsy on an episode, having it be the wedding episode is perfectly mm-hmm. reasonable. <laughs> yeah, and in the case of this episode, we have absolutely oodles to tell you all. Oh, we do. So hopefully I won't be slurring by the end of it and you'll be able to understand me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's strong. Oh, it's really nice, though. <laughs> I've still got another couple of sips I think left. you have converted me. <laughs> yes. Got her on to tea, got her on to gin. Woohoo. I'm trying to think what else next. 
what's next okay guys so suggestions on a postcard for what I should try and get Pip onto next. Yes. Well, we do have the suggestions from our thread as well. Yes, that's we'll true. We'll have to try it. We'll talk a little bit about it later. Mm-hmm. But first... <laughs> You're already pulling faces like you're tipsy. <laughs> I have taken like three sips. I am not tipsy. I, did I'm give, just, I gave you more than I gave myself. I'm just relaxed, so I feel like a <laughs> proper person. Because it's been a bit of a... It's been a bit of a long week, and it's nice to have, like, a real... I had a relaxing day yesterday, having a relaxing day today. Do you mean it's a long week? It's Wednesday. Yeah, I know, but it has been a really long week. And and, and I had a very, very emotional event on Saturday that we'll oh, talk yes. a little bit about yeah. later as well that kind of has emotionally drained me a little mm-hmm. bit. So okay. it's nice to be back on an even keel. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> gin-associated antics aside, we should probably get on to the business that you guys are all here for, unless you're just here to listen to us potentially getting drunk i don't know so pip what do you have on your needles i still have building blocks on the needles but mm-hmm. i did put it down for a couple of weeks and basically you didn't did. touch it yep and i'm back on it it's going well i'm on the penultimate i've just started the penultimate section mm-hmm. Al- the alternate sections like the one i'm on i find difficult because you're kind of knitting and purling multiple times across a row and that annoys me mm-hmm. but the other like the odd sections mm-hmm. i whiz through so i'm hoping that yes the next section that i'm just starting might take me a while but i'm hoping that the last section i will fly mm-hmm. through because that's all garter stitch yeah. so it's going it's mm-hmm. happening we're almost there there's only two sections to go mm-hmm. it'll all be fine it will be i'm absolutely loving what it's looking like though i can't yeah. wait for it to be off the needles and round my neck and it over is, my head it is a veritable rusty ferret bonfire yes well i was at my grandparents in law's place yesterday mm-hmm. and uh sam santa uncle and his cousins and stuff were there and they were like that is just color and i was like mm-hmm. yes it is thank you very good color lots <laughs> of color so yeah it's going i have been working on other things mm-hmm. as well it's just that the other thing that i was working on i cast off yesterday and I haven't cast on a new thing yet. So I'm doing other smaller things okay. as kind of um, decompression, ah, okay. if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, the only thing on my needles is yeah. building blocks. What about you? Uh, okay. So, as usual, I've still got rose gold on the needles. Mm-hmm. It's still got that mistake on it that I need to go back and unpick with a crochet hook. However, as I said in the previous episode, I do not want to. Mm-hmm. And I could leave it there, but it is bothering me. What you need to do is take part of Rip It Tuesday on the Everyday Knitter group, where everyone gets together yeah. and they all do it, and it's a little bit of like group therapy. Mm-hmm. I could do that, or I could leave it in the project bag, which I've hidden somewhere in the flat. <laughs> Yes. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yes. I've also still got my kipper socks on the needles. Okay. From the first issue of Pom Pom. Mm-hmm. And um, that is also hidden somewhere in the flat. I think it's on top of a shelf that I can't always reach. Right. So I have to wait for a tall person to come get it down for me. Yeah. So just just can't can't no, it's not your fault the thing is all i have to do is turn the heels it's just that it requires concentration and i have the attention span of a hyperactive toddler at the moment so right so yeah those will get finished and 
Yeah. The other thing I have is I have started a Pearl Break Shawl by Stephen West. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely garter stitch version of the Daybreak Shawl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available on Ravelry. However, if you are one of those people who already has Daybreak in your library, it appears as a free update. Woo-hoo. So I cast that on using some of my Old Maiden Aunt Merino Nylon Sparkle Yarn mm-hmm. that I got Edinburgh Yarn Fest. So for the main colour, I'm using the Cold Sheep. Mm-hmm because it's beautiful and then i'm using the rest of the what's your damage so the tealy green black gray um, yarn that i use as the contrast color for my evermont shawl okay and then i have finally started phil's scarf mm-hmm. that i've been promising him for ages so it's the uber biased by suzanne sommer mm-hmm. who's one of the teachers at edinburgh yarn fest next Ooh. year so i'm using some of the i think it's fleece maiden Mm-hmm. Um, merino singles and it's in one of the special Canada Day colourways I'm using some Queen of Pearls Citadel sock mm-hmm. and later on if I ask Pip very nicely I'm hoping she'll let me wind the Caledonia Dye Works sock yarn no you may not do my winder <laughs> of course you can <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully going to wind that later because that's one of the other colours and I'm really looking forward to knitting with it and seeing how it knits up yeah, I mean, so, it looks beautiful already. Yeah. Like, Thank you. We, we were over at the weekend, yeah. and um, I was like, oh, what are you knitting? That's beautiful. So, so yeah, I think the Caledonia Dye Works sock yarn is going to really complement the other yeah. two colours. And then I think I'm probably going to use some rusty ferret that I've got in my stash as well as the final contrast. Mm-hmm. So that is on my needles at the moment. I don't nice. think I've got anything else. I kind of lose tr- oh wait I've still got that flipping cardigan that I started all the way back in episode one that's hibernating so it's that, fine that's that hibernating that's hibernating so hard it might as well be in the arctic or the antarctic right now <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah in terms of off the needles Pip you've been busy so the echo feckin mitts that I was knitting last time I finished them mm-hmm. they're really pretty I really like them they fit so well mm-hmm. they're gorgeous I flew through the second one the first mm-hmm. one took a while the second one i basically flew through yeah that was a pattern by kate davies and it's in the jameson and smith shetland heritage yarn and there's also a recipe for echo fucking tarts Ooh, nice. with the pattern so i might have to try that out mm-hmm. i have also knit a minecraft hat which is designed by Leeds Knits and it's in the Zilana Performa Rimu DK, which my dad got me from New Zealand that I mentioned before, which is part merino and part brush tail possum. And it is the softest thing ever. It's very, very, very furry and hairy, mm-hmm. but it's so soft and it is now my favourite hat ever. You need to let me have a smoosh of that pom pom. Oh, yeah. I wear it everywhere yeah, now, that that's hat. Fair. Like everywhere. Uh-huh. And everywhere. it's a free pattern, isn't it? It is a free pattern, Mindcraft, and it's excellent and wonderful, mm-hmm. and it's got a nice rolled brim on it, and generally I love uh-huh. it. It's fantastic. I swear you said you thought the brim was never going to end, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, but, I, but I think that of every single rolled brim hat ever. Oh, that's fair. I thought about it with the babble hat, mm-hmm. I thought about it with the sock hat, <laughs> sock head hat, I thought about it with this hat. Any hat that has a rolled brim, I hate knitting the ribbing on it, but it also works really well when it's done. So, mm. and the last mm. thing, thing that I cast off yesterday mm. that I mentioned is a big chunky comfy hat by Erica Kempf. I knit that in some Queen of Pearls merino pencil roving, which is like the squishiest, squishiest yarn of all time ever. Is that the thing that you guys started calling floof? Yes. 
we call it floof. Sam loves it. And I can see a big ball of it across the room. <laughs> yeah. So we were doing a fundraiser mm-hmm. that we'll talk a little bit more about later. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends from work got in touch saying that her other friend was doing a similar mm-hmm. fundraiser. And if I could knit a hat, yeah. that she would donate an extra um, amount to our fundraiser. So nice. I just worked up that big chunky comfy hat really quickly. It's a really great pattern. It's so quick. Mm-hmm. The yarn is just divine. It's kind of a little bit like a cross between roving and yarn. Mm-hmm. It's like really lightly twisted, unplied mm-hmm. kind of just, oh, it's gorgeous and soft and fluffy mm-hmm. and wonderful. So I've knit that up really quickly to give to my friend at work so she can give it to her friend. Nice. So that's what I have been, I have cast off. What about yeah. yourself, Thea? So first thing I did was I've cast off the What the Fade MCAL shawl by Andrea Maori. Mm-hmm. I made a couple of modifications because I got so bored of it. (laughs) It was one of those projects where it just felt like no matter how much yarn you used and how long you spent knitting it, it just did not seem to grow. Yeah. So I omitted probably the last clue and a half, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. But it's used up a fair amount of yarn and it's going to Phil's mum for Christmas as Mm -hmm. a Christmas present, so that's good i think if you're looking to try your hand at some brioche it's a very good pattern to start with okay but yeah it just didn't grasp me mm-hmm. that's um, the risk you run with with them cows really yeah, isn't it but it is you it did use up a lot of yarn not as much as i'd hoped but still a lot so it's not yeah. bad i make it sound like it's a rubbish pattern it's really not it's very simple it's almost mindless knitting to be honest mm-hmm. um it's very well written and i believe there's some video tutorials as well if you need any help that's but yeah, not for me, unfortunately. And the other thing I did was my younger brother has been whining to my mum that I have not made him anything knitted, mostly because he keeps sending me pictures of crocheted slippers that look like trains and tanks, and I don't crochet. <laughs> uh, but apparently that's that's not enough reasoning for him. So because I am a very kind and wonderful and generous old sister, I made him a cowl. Mm-hmm. I designed it from scratch. Mm-hmm. So I've made a garter and brioche cowl, which I'll probably write up the pattern for at some point. It's very and pretty. Thank you. I used some of the hand spinner having fun BFL DK that I spoke about a few episodes ago. And it's a nice green colour. My brother's favourite colour is green. And everything is in multiples of sixes mm-hmm. because when Hugh was little, he's not listening to the podcast so I can get away with telling you absolutely anything about him when he was wee he really loved Thomas the Tank Engine mm-hmm. and his favourite was Percy Okay. who was a green wee train mm-hmm. and he was number six mm-hmm. so everything when he was little was green and it was number six so Aww. that's super cute so everything's in multiples of six green is the main colour and then for the contrast yarn, I used the 100% pure Scottish Alpaca DK yarn from Lag and Felt Studios, Ooh. which Eva kindly put in our wee goodie bags. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, guys, it is so nice to knit with. Oh. It literally just glides through your fingers. It doesn't shed the same mm-hmm. way that other yarns do. So that was an absolute dream. And it is this really lovely natural brown colour. So I've got the label here with me just so I could tell you guys. It is natural undyed toffee colour yarn from Hugo the Alpaca. So I know literally which alpaca it's from. And I think the fact that it's called Hugo is really appropriate given that my brother is called Hugh. 
Yes. So, so he has a squishy cowl which I will block at some point and mm-hmm. send all the way down to him for Christmas as a surprise. Or actually, I might just send it down to him as a surprise and then knit him something extra for Christmas. So then I get like extra sister brownie points. Yeah. But certainly, I very much rate this alpaca yarn and. This is coming from someone who for years has been like, no, I can't stand alpaca yarn mm-hmm. because it sheds and, and it's not as bouncy necessarily. But this, this was an absolute dream to knit with. Yes. I am a convert. So thank you very much, Lagenfeld Studio. Thank you very much, Perth Festival of Yarn. Mm-hmm. You've got me. So yeah, that's what I have cast off my needles. Woo. You've been busy too. Not as busy as you. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be as busy as you are. Mine are mainly little things though. Yeah, but you're still flipping prolific. (laughs) (laughs) So, next up, we have some shiny, happy giveaway news for you guys. Yes. So, last episode, we set up a giveaway for you guys and it was for basically anyone who didn't get to share in the fun of Perth Festival of Yarn. Mm -hmm. And we asked you to share with us what your favourite autumn drinks are. So, we had quite a list. So, we'll go yep. through the list first and then yep. we'll let you know who won. So, we had uh, hot chocolate with a drop of Baileys. Yep. Is that Catherine Roux? Yes. Yep. Oh, I love uh, a bit of Baileys. Isil Sartari. Sorry. Spiced chai latte. Mm-hmm. Miri Yummy said the Balveni double wood. Yep. Get in there with the uh-huh. Mary Glenny said steamed milk with caramel syrup oh that's nice that sounds really that'd be good, good for you actually because you don't like yeah. coffee oh that would actually be yeah. good for me we've got Mori Initu mm-hmm. who said caramel apple spice which sounds really really good like apple juice yeah. with some caramel and autumn spices see I can't do cinnamon cinnamon makes me ill so uh, I like the idea in principle but unfortunately that'd be one that I stick away from we had Ro Robot who said she loves spiced rum hot toddy. Oh, there's also orange juice, cinnamon, dark tea with your favourite oh. spiced rum. See, I was with you until you said cinnamon. But mm. you've also said spiced ribena. Oh, yes. Yum. Yeah. I am a fan of spi- like warm ribena. Yes. Not spiced, but warm. Eva uh, even came in. <laughs> yes. Um, she didn't want to enter, however. She did mention <laughs> Heinz tomato soup. And you know what? Yes. Heinz tomato soup keeps me going in autumn and winter. I love it so much. That's fair. It's even better with one of those bake your own baguettes, some oh, butter, yeah. some pate. You dip that in. Yes. See, I like a good lentil soup. Mm. Lentil's my favourite winter one. But obviously, you can't really drink lentil soup. No. It's a little bit on the chunky side. It is. <laughs> we then also had a post from Sadie Lou. Yep. who says that she uh, loves peppermint hot chocolate. See, that's one I've not tried. See, I'm just not a fan of mint chocolate. I've always been dubious about it. But everyone seems to love it. That so, is true. You know. So thank you all so yeah. much for your entries. We're definitely going to try some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good point, actually. What what do we constitute as our favourite autumn drinks? <sighs> Mine is pumpkin spice hot chocolate. Ah, yeah, I remember you trying that. Yep. Pumpkin spice hot chocolate. I'm not even going to yeah. be ashamed of. I mean, people like to make fun of like girls for getting yeah. pumpkin spice, but you know what? It tastes good. Don't be ashamed. Live it up. 
and except the fact that it's a really tasty drink uh-huh. and if Slap people hashtag basic all over yeah, that. if people want to make fun of you for mm-hmm. that then all they're doing is missing out on something tasty just to win some cool points mm. i don't know i think yeah. it makes them look silly but yeah you know but we put yeah. in a random mm-hmm. number generator for this yep we did which gave us post number, number four, four, which was Miriammy with the Balvini Doublewood. Woohoo! So, if you can send me to so Pip a DM, please, Miriammy, with your address, and we shall get the tote bag posted out to you post haste. Yep. Ah, nice use of post. Yes. <laughs> did you <laughs> see th- what I did there? I think the gin's talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you all very much for your suggestions. Yes, we had real fun seeing all the answers yes. things came come in. It was really cool, especially because yes. this was kind of the first time we'd run something like yeah. this. So um, we have some exciting news regarding yes. further opportunities to win goodies yep. later on in the episode. Yep, so the other thing we say is if you haven't already joined us over in our RAV group, mm-hmm. please do. So we're basically the Tipsy Nits podcast group. Yes. And if you forget, don't worry, we will recap at the end of the episode yes with our new um, super professional outro yep <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just come in join us don't feel that you have to lurk no um we even accept people who aren't fond of alcoholic beverages we do not discriminate here at tipsy nits no we do not we welcome all yep as long as you're willing to put up with our silly chatter that's fine Yep. <laughs> Speaking of, we have some general chatter. We do. And news for you guys. Oh god, we're putting on silly voices and pouting. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have absorbed the gin. Yeah. You've still got some left. I do have some left, but I'm slowly working my way through it, but oh, okay. I can definitely tell that I've had something alcoholic. You're welcome. I have no alcohol tolerance. My gift to you. Yes. So I'm not um, tipsy, I can but I can definitely tell. Okay. I'm definitely smiling freely. Yeah. <laughs> smiling freely as opposed to what? Smiling under duress. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So we have had quite a busy couple of weeks since we last recorded. Yes. So in September after the Perth Festival of Yarn. Mhm. There was the Pretty Muddy 5k run for Cancer Research UK. Mm-hmm. Pip wasn't able to do it this year. No, because it was literally the day of my sister's wedding. Which is a fair reason not to do a run in mud. Yeah, Glasgow, <coughs> yeah. when she got married in Northern Ireland. Yep. And I was a bridesmaid, so, you That's know, kind of it was important. kind of kind important. important. Yeah. Yeah. So Pip didn't do that, but I did. Mm-hmm. It was legitimately my idea of hell. <laughs> I do not like mud. I am proud of the fact that I do not even run for the bus. <laughs> I will point out I do do exercise. Yes. I swim, I go to the gym, I also have a black belt in kickboxing. But, you know, um, running is very much not my friend. And mm-hmm. running through mud, or indeed crawling through mud, mm-hmm. on my belly, and rolling around in mud, yeah. not not a big fan. So did that, but it was good fun. Your photo, you know, um, photos, you look like you had fun. <laughs> Instagram filters, darling. All of our filters. Um, that so, is a case of smiling under dress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so me and Heather and my old flatmate Zoe did that. Mm-hmm. So it was the second year for Zoe and Heather doing it. Mm-hmm. But between the three of us, I think we raised about two hundred pounds. So nice one. Pretty pleased with that. Yeah. However. Pip has also been doing some fundraising for Cancer Research UK. Yes. So instead of the mud run, Pip, what did you do? So my husband and I shaved our heads. 
yep. down to as close as the Clippers would go. We didn't quite go down to the to the case of getting a raisin mm-hmm. out because honestly, I didn't want to have to deal with like ingrown hairs and stuff. But we went as close as the Clippers would go, so that's why I, I have been knitting many many warm hats mm-hmm. and things like that because I'm cold all the time <laughs> now. But I love it. Yeah. I super love it. It looks super cute. And as of this morning, we mm-hmm. have edged over seven hundred pounds. Um, and I know there's still a few donations mm-hmm. to come in, so that's fantastic. It's yeah, wow. So that was um, mm-hmm. my emotional Saturday night. Yeah, it was all good emotions. Yeah, it was very much kind of like whoa. It was it was, it was a a big thing. Yeah. So it was a bit of kind of mentally exhausting, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it both it suits both of us yes. really well, and it was definitely worth mm-hmm. it. Cancer Research UK are a really really good mm-hmm. charity to to support. So yes. yeah, that was like a big thing, mm-hmm. and now it's done. And I've pretty much had good reactions from good. everyone. So good. yeah, that was there. Uh, that was very good. Mm-hmm. And what else have we been getting up to? It was even more fundraising mm-hmm. when we went to the craft meetup. Yes, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was organised by the fantastic Kirsty of Little Bee Accessories and Little Bee Podcast. Yes, she is so lovely. Yes. So plenty of people there. Mm-hmm. We met at One Start. Mm-hmm. There was lots of knitting, lots of cake. Kirsty ran a couple of raffles. Yeah, so I won a couple of books and I also managed to win the grand prize, which yes. was like a tin full of stuff that uh, Kirsty's mum had put together. So there was tea in there, there mm-hmm. was chocolate, there was sticky notes, mm-hmm. there was notebooks, there was needles and notions, there was a skein of Little mm-hmm. Bee's accessories yarn, which is just so gorgeous. It's mm-hmm. like kind of greens and mm-hmm. kind of blacks and things yeah. like that. Very, very pretty and I was super chuffed. It was a fantastic prize, I think. Kirsty's mum basically managed to somehow manage to compress everything that knitters love into one knee box. Yes. What well, beautiful tin even. Yes, it's um, a tin covered yeah. in like pictures of uh-huh. buttons. Oh, I love uh, it. But no, it was absolutely fantastic. We got to chat to lots of people, mm-hmm. got to eat cake, mm-hmm. um, obviously raise money for the raffle. And I think you can find out a little bit more about that over on Kirsty's podcast on YouTube. Yes, Little Bee yep. Podcast. So we had a fantastic time. Thank you so much to Kirsty for organising it. It was great. Yeah. It was so nice to just have an afternoon to chill Mm -hmm. and chat and kind of, you know, get a chance to actually talk to people properly Mm -hmm. who we'd seen at Perth and things like that, who we'd maybe been able to be like, oh, hi, and exchange names and have a wee bit of a chat. Mm -hmm. But this time we actually got to sit down and properly talk. And it was really, really nice. Also, the carrot cake that I had Mm -hmm. had sparkles on it and it was really tasty. (laughs) And it was huge. Yeah, if you're in the Glasgow area, we very much recommend going to... Is it Once Upon a Tart or Once Upon a Tart? Once Upon a Tart. Once Upon a Tart. It's like Alice in Wonderland themed. Oh, it is amazing. And the cakes are huge. And it's just around the corner from Queen of Pearls. So you can go to Queen of Pearls, pick up some yarn, and then Mm -hmm. go around the corner and have post-yarn acquisition cake. Uh Uh-huh. And if you feel like waving your geek flag like we do, there is also Static and A1 Games, Mm -hmm. right, literally next door and then around the corner. Yeah. So if you need to get your comic fix or your RPG fix or whatever else. Board games. games, Dice. um, Card games. They are also there. We can recommend them. Yes. And they're hard to miss because it's a bright yellow shop. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, we had all of our favourite things 
crammed into the space of one afternoon on pretty much one street. Yeah, it so was good. We had a great time, and hopefully there'll be more opportunities to meet up with everyone again. Yes, fingers crossed. So yep. we also had some stash acquisition mission stuff going on. Yes. So I, of course, mentioned that skein of Little Bee Accessories yarn mm-hmm. that I won. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. I like to stroke it. I don't know what I'm going to make out of it yet, but That's fair. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. I got some birthday yarn. So I got mm-hmm. some skeins of this reflective acrylic yarn from Sam's uncle, uh-huh. which is pretty cool. I used some of my birthday money to buy two skeins of Woo Sheep's DK. Mm-hmm. One of them is like this kind of deep emerald forest mm-hmm. green and the other one's this lovely copper colour and I'm going to use them to make an Azula hat from the Elemental oh, Hats nice. from from Willy Wormhead. It's going to be interesting because I've never made a sideways hat before. Ooh, and okay. The way the patterns are written kind of mm. makes sense okay. but at the same time I think I'm going to have to try and wrangle my head around them. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I adore Avatar mm-hmm. and The Legend of Korra so when she brought out the hats not yeah. only are they sideways hats which I've loved for ages mm-hmm. they're also based on a TV show that I adore and are beautiful mm-hmm. and basically I was like yep these are going to be happening mm-hmm. and then I also got some uncommon thread from Heather uh-huh. who went to Brighton, Brighton on holiday and she got me some uncommon thread it's this beautiful yep. grey steel grey colour and it's very very pretty and thank you Heather mm-hmm. So that's my stash acquisition. So mine's a wee bit smaller. (laughs) Though I've not had a birthday recently, so you know. So I've also got a skein of the Uncommon Thread BFL DK, Mm -hmm. um, which Heather kindly picked up for me. Mine is in a sort of like bright pink, purple, undyed. Mm -hmm. It's not speckled, but it's not quite variegated either. Mm -hmm. I don't quite know how to describe it but it's it's nice yeah it'll be something so i'm really looking forward to knitting that because i've wanted to get my hands on some of that yarn for years Mm -hmm. so thank you very much heather other thing i picked up was i recently went in to see zoe of queen of pearls Mm -hmm. and i got a skein of her citadel dk which is the bfl dk base in the love lies dying no love lies bleeding uh colorway so it's sort of a really nice deep pinky red colour away. I'm squishing it here. I brought it with me. Have a squish. Very nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> when she brought the skein out to show yeah. me, I was pretty much like, that is you. That skein is just yeah. you. So I figured because I made my brother that brioche cowl, I might make another couple just as gifts for people and I might even write the pattern up and whack it on Ravelry for free or something. Oh, nice. So we'll see. But that's what I intend to do with that. So I feel that it almost doesn't really count as a stash acquisition. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's pretty much going into my stash and coming straight out the other side again. Yeah. So yeah, that's the stash acquisition that I've been getting up to. Mm-hmm. And obviously we are into the middle of October now, almost November. And there are lots of things that we have to look forward to. Yes. So the lovely Eva from Perth Festival of Yarn is going to be running an event. It's called Winter is Coming Knit Faster. Mm-hmm. It's on the 12th of November from 1pm at the Salutation Hotel in Perth. It is ticketed. So if you want to get tickets, go to perthfestivalofyarn.uk and you can get tickets there. Um, there's going to be a buffet and vendors. Reminder, just check out the With This Scheme, yep. which is the, the ebook from Perth Festival of Yarn with some patterns in it for £10. It's really, really good. So yeah. maybe, you know, if you want to check that out, you can pick up some yarn mm-hmm. for that at the uh, yes. winter's coming. 
Yeah, and there are pat there are all sorts of patterns in that book. So yes. there's a couple of shawls. There's some mittens that were designed by Fantastic Kirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's some socks and things in there too. Well worth it. Yep. So good for Christmas gifts. Maybe. Yes, definitely. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we won't be able to make it, but we're gonna be super jealous of all of yes. you guys that are able to. We will be stalking the flip out of you on social media and looking at all your pictures on Instagram. Yes, definitely. The other big one yes. that we're able to get excited about is Edinburgh Yarn yep. Festival, which is the 15th to the 17th of March 2018. OMG! Yep, so it's actually a couple of months away. It's, it's a lot closer now. We're getting there. Yep. Less than six months mm-hmm. to go. The class tickets did go on sale. Yep. And pretty much sold out straight away. Like that. Yep. Classes went poof. Yep. However, Pip managed to get her hands on one class yeah i was literally sitting there from f- from five to four refreshing mm. until suddenly it was like boom go so i actually managed to get into nathan taylor aka sock Matician's class called shaping the future of double knitting that'll be exciting i'm super excited because double knitting i know how to do it and i know how to do a standard decrease so mm-hmm. knit two together slip slip knit I don't know how to do anything else and frankly I'm a big giant scaredy cat and I don't want to ruin something trying to Mm -hmm. do it so I'm super looking forward to this class I know that Mm -hmm. it's got your increasing decreasing I think it also possibly includes like yarn how to do yarn overs and German short rows nice so I'm like this is going to be like leveling up my knitting Uh in multiple facets right there and who better to help you with that than the god of double knitting himself yes so i was super excited because he had three or four classes going and i think all of them bar this one class were his Mm. introduction to double knitting so the shaping double knitting i was like there's only one class i've got Mm -hmm. got and yes i managed it i'm very excited (laughs) yep so at the time of us recording i don't think tickets for general admission have gone on sale yet no so if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to their newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just go on the Edinburgh Yarnfest website, you will find links to that, I think. Yes. But it's the best way to get all of the up-to-date news from Jared Meeker yes. about the festival and all the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're there ready to buy your tickets when they go on sale. Yep. Because if the classes are anything to go by, they are going to disappear. Yep. And obviously... The festival is going to be so much bigger mm-hmm. than it has been in previous years. Three whole days. Yep. Which means hopefully there should be a little bit more of a spread of people across because yep. it can get quite busy as yep. we've experienced <laughs> in past years. So hopefully this mm-hmm. should help it to calm down a little bit. But yep. they're putting in 500 extra seats in a pavilion out the back. So Full podcast lounge? No, so the pavilion the pavilion out the back is in general mm-hmm. for yep. there's going to be 500 extra seats for people to chill out and sit nice. down because it was starting to get a little bit difficult to find one last year yeah. what that means is that the podcast lounge which is going to be in the same place as always can then expand um, and be yeah. dedicated to the podcast lounge rather than there's a seat there let's sit down in it because yeah. there's no other seats so that should help the podcast lounge be a little bit mm-hmm. more kind of chilled out and it also means that if you need Leave to sit down space. if you need to sit down that there's going to be somewhere you can actually sit down <laughs> because it's amazing that Edinburgh Yarn Festival is so big it's fantastic but it's definitely welcome I think that they're expanding the the seating area a little bit yeah every year it's just got bigger and 
better than ever mm-hmm. and it is so fantastic yes. that we have it so close to us here in Scotland. Definitely. I can't wait. It's on my calendar already. Yep. Up on my calendar. I can see it. Countdown has begun. Yep. So obviously we will be there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. We'd love so, to see yeah. you all. Meet you all. Come up and say hello. Yep. Whether we see you in the marketplace or we see you chilling out in the cafe or whatever else. Yes. And... Um, I know that some other podcasters have said it, but if you can let us know what your username yes. is on like Ravelry or Instagram or whatever, just so that we can put people together because I'm terrible with names. I'm also mm-hmm. terrible with faces. And often people don't look the same on social media pictures as they do in real life. So I, know, I certainly don't. I filter the absolute living daylights out of my pictures. So if you can just give us a username or whatever and let us know, that means that we can like not be so frazzled because I mean Edinburgh Yarn Festival is a an experience and a half anyway so our brains are probably going to be halfway out our ears anyway <laughs> we get a little bit high on the yarn fumes yeah just like um but yeah it's nice to be able to put names to faces and it also means that we don't look at you like we're complete drooling crazy people yeah <laughs> yep we are looking forward to it mm-hmm. we are very excited for when the general admission tickets go on sale yes we are really really excited to find out who the vendors are oh yes um like so yeah every so year it's been an absolute treat and we've always discovered new and exciting people mm-hmm. squished lots of yarn yeah. made lots of friends so possibilities are endless and they're on the horizon so as we said get signed up to the newsletters Mm -hmm. and keep your eyes and ears peeled yes and that's kind of bringing us to the end of the podcast however as we are speaking of amazing shiny yarny goodies yes we have decided to launch our very first cal yeah our first proper cal Mm -hmm. in our proper ravelry group Mm -hmm. so because we love a good acronym yeah we have decided that we are going to call our cal the bundle up and destash cal aka buds cal yes so hashtag b-u-d-s-k-a-l yep buds cal we are going to run it from the 1st of november Mm -hmm. to around about the 7th of january so it gives people time to maybe work on christmas knits or start using yarn from the stash yeah so yeah as long as it's yarn that you've had in your stash for a wee while that's the only real stipulation we have yep otherwise Um, anything goes yeah, and it's, you know, in terms of winter, it's to try and knit stuff that's going to keep you warm. Because, I don't know about you guys, but here in mm-hmm. Glasgow, it started getting cold. Yes. Really cold. And now I have mm-hmm. no hair. So it's even worse. Yep. So this so. is coming at right about the right time for me. <laughs> so, yep. Hats, scarves, shawls, cowls, mittens, fingerless gloves. You could probably get a wee sweater or something in there if you... If you're fast. If you're fast, we... We are happy to let you guys' imaginations run wild. Mm-hmm. So something, yarn that's been in your stash yep. mixed with something that's going to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And remember, hashtag BudsCal. Yep. Instagram, Twitter. They're going to have a thread on the Ravelry yeah. group. And if that's not enough, we have got some prizes. OMG. So, first thing. That's mm-hmm. really satisfying noise. First prize, we have some lovely, lovely minis from Caledonia Dye Works. Oh, yeah. So we've got a wee pack, and it's got five 20-gram skeins in it, and it's a four-ply sock yarn. It is a 75% superwash merino, 25% nylon base. Mm-hmm. 
and the little collection we've got is called Petticoat Tails, mm-hmm. and they are adorable. Oh yes. So there's some bluish colours in there. There's a wee green. There's a gorgeous looking little gold scheme. Mm-hmm. And oh, they they are lovely. I'm really I'm sitting here admiring these guys. I'm sad I can't keep them. They also actually tone in quite nicely with the Rock Rose gin bottles oh, and their do. branding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we have that up for grabs. Yes, we do. We also have. I don't know if you can hear this or not. A fantastic project bag, which I picked up from Perth Festival of Yarn from the Little Bee Accessories style. Yes. Not going to lie, guys. I did want to keep this for myself. Yes. Because it is fabulous. But it's a beautiful large project bag. So you can fit a good couple of skeins in there, mm-hmm. sort of in their hank form, or you can get them in there caked. And if we open it, it's also got very nice wee lining on the inside as Aww. well. So obviously we'll post pictures of these, but this is a fantastic sturdy bag. It stands up on its own, and yeah, I'm I'm really admiring this. Yeah. Why, why am I? Why are we? Why are we giving it to you guys? <laughs> so that is also up for grabs for someone. Yes. And then we also have a little ninja pop from the Die Ninja. Mm-hmm. So that's 100% superwash merino fingering, and it's. 80 meters and it's in the sunset song colorway so it's a really nice sort of muted orangey color yeah kind of peachy orange peachy orange so nice wee mini scheme for any of you that are perhaps making cozy memory blankets or similar yes perfect perfect for winter and with that you're also going to get a little progress keeper from Ovis Yarns that says I love knitting and it's got a little piece mm-hmm. of knitting with some needles on it and it's really cute. Yep. So that's going to go with the mini skein. So we have a first, second and third prize. Yep. And depending on how much time and things we have between now and January we may even pick up a few little more bits and pieces. Yes, if you know if we're getting loads and loads of submissions. Yep. We might have to do that. So it would be super lovely to see all of you guys participate you know you can knit something as small or as big as you want as said right down from fingerless mitts and hats and carls right up to sweaters if you can do it yeah we are even happy for you to knit things for babies and children i know some podcasters and other cows are work on the stipulation that you don't do like child's things and that but Mm -hmm. we don't mind you can enter as many times as you like as we say, the only stipulation is that you use something that has been in your stash for a wee while. As you guys probably well know, we have been having a fantastic time this year getting reacquainted with our stashes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's always fun to sort of like go through and appreciate the things that you might have forgotten about. Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of everything we have got for today. Yep. So guys, enjoy our new totally professional <laughs> outro. Oh. And we will hopefully speak to you guys again next month. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. There are a couple of places you can find us online. You can find us at Twitter as at Tipsy Knits. You can find us at the blog, along with the show notes, at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Ravelry as the Tipsy Knits Podcast Group. And a shout out for the music comes from a wonderful place called Duke Deck, where they do free music for podcasters. So if you're in that kind of line and you want to have a look for it, Duke Deck is the best place to find it. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>